You're listening to the Rob Review Podcast. Evan Rob and Laura Rob share their thoughts and opinions on teaching, learning, and leadership. And now, the Rob Review Podcast with Evan and Laura. This is Evan Rob for the Rob Review Podcast. This podcast is about improving reading scores within your building. To anyone who is looking for a silver bullet or any sort of magic way to increase reading scores, I would recommend you turn the podcast off right now. I have no ability to give you these at all. There are no silver bullets. There are no magic ways to improve reading scores or any test scores for that matter in any school in the United States of America or around the world. School leaders, teachers, and communities often draw incorrect conclusions about the quality of a school, teachers, or principals all the way up to the superintendent based on test scores. Test scores that may occur for one day, test scores that just may be a multiple choice test for one day during an entire school year, but yet people can draw some really big conclusions about the quality of education occurring within that building. So let's learn some ways today that we can improve reading, but also improve reading scores. First, I would ask that everyone who's listening embrace a very simple assumption that if you practice most things that you practice you will get better at. If you practice with purpose based off of proven research and strategies you're even more likely to get improvement. For students to improve reading they need to read and they need to read with purpose. So here are some tips and cautions to guide a program for reading success. And this is all framed within something that I have written about and uh, Laura and I have both spoken about it in podcasts before, which is three types of reading that need to occur within a school, independent reading, instructional reading, and read aloud. So let's begin with read aloud. Read aloud should be done every day for about five to 10 minutes, depending on the length of the reading class. This is an opportunity to model reading, to ask probing questions, and to integrate strategies which have been taught during the instructional reading portion of the class. But remember, reading a favorite book for most or all of an entire class period, no matter how animated or engaging the teacher may be, will not improve student reading. I want to repeat that again. In classrooms where a teacher loves a particular book and they decide to read the book out loud for the entire period, That may be engaging, but no one will become a better reader listening to someone else read. Kids need to read. Next, instructional reading. This is purposeful reading instruction to increase the application of strategies and skills to a text needed to be a better reader. State standards are often a good guide for specific strategies and skills, along with an abundance of research on the skills needed to be better readers. The key is students need to read and they need to read with purpose at their instructional reading level. Assessing students to know their lexile level and using this information to create genre-focused instructional reading units is the best way to meet the needs of students and for students to become better readers. Remember, one book for all rarely works in the instructional reading component of a class. All students do not read at the same level. Instructional reading must be driven by the instructional needs of each student. If a teacher reads to students during this part of the lesson, students will not become better readers. They're not reading. Embarrassing games such as bump or popcorn reading um, 
humiliate readers. They do not encourage students to become better readers in the classroom. In a lot of um, classrooms across the country where schools have moved to novel-based instruction, they'll have a designated book for different units throughout the year, everyone in the same book. So your classic example is a sixth grade class that teaches Tuck Everlasting. It's a wonderful book. But if half of the students can't read Tuck Everlasting, they're not going to become better readers. And sometimes teachers will try to execute a save and they'll read the book out loud. And again, I'm not knocking Tuck Everlasting. It's a wonderful book. But if students who cannot read Tuck Everlasting sit through a month of a teacher reading Tuck Everlasting out loud, how will they become better readers? The next type of reading that's important to increase reading scores in your building is a really solid independent reading program. Is your school making a concerted effort to promote independent reading? That's a really good question and something that I would ask you to think about. This can range from allocating money from the principal's level for books to school-wide promotion and celebration of independent reading. I encourage everyone listening to work to create a culture where all the students in your school are always carrying an independent reading book with them no matter where they travel around the building. By encouraging them to read accessible books on topics that they love, they will become will help them become better readers. Students should complete about 30 minutes of independent reading a night and that should be their main homework in a language arts classroom. Try to set aside some time during the week also for students to engage in independent reading within the classroom. Reading is valuable. And I say a, a couple things that I want to add to this. Sometimes, unfortunately, teachers can believe that if students are independent reading within their classroom, that an administrator might not think they're doing anything. And that would not be true. Independent reading absolutely has a place within an English classroom. Um, it should not be the sole thing that happens in a language arts classroom any more than a teacher reading a novel out loud should not be the sole thing that's happening within a reading classroom. And Laura and I have written and spoken also about you know, accountability and reading, and I never recommend getting, getting hung up on how are you going to hold students accountable for independent reading. I'm not a big fan at all of them. Um, what I would call silly assignments, you know, creating a diorama of a book or a book report in a bag. Um, kids need to read and they need to be encouraged to read. There's some excellent ways that kids can do some journal reflect, reflecting on reading. I'd encourage that. But again, do not encourage getting hung up on how kids will be held accountable. So what I'm asking for in order to improve reading scores in your school is for a real true commitment to reading. And yeah, I mean actual reading versus reading programs where students can often read passages and answer questions or face text far above their instructional reading levels. Commit to research-based reading instruction and students will become better readers. I want to say that again. Commit to research-based reading instruction and students will become better readers. If all students read at least three self-selected books a month, a month in addition to purposeful instructional reading, in addition to read-alouds that are supporting and modeling the strategies and skills that are being worked on in the instructional reading component of the class and also through reflection during independent reading, kids will be on a journey to become better readers. As professionals, I am calling for us all to take back what we know makes sense and what research has proven to work. In other words, bury worksheets and have students read the finest books. 
eliminate activities such as popcorn reading or bump reading within language arts classrooms. Pay attention if students are not engaging in purposeful instructional reading. And again, I'll say it again, a teacher who has a book that is near and dear to them, they love the book, that's great. But spending 50% or an entire class reading that book out loud may be entertaining for some students, but it will not make students better readers. In order for students to become better readers, I want to repeat one more time before we come to the end of the podcast. Purposeful read-alouds, purposeful instructional reading, and independent reading that is at a child's independent reading level that integrates the skills and the standards that are part of the read-aloud and part of the instructional reading. If that shift starts occurring in your building, um, it won't be magic and there's no silver bullet, but I can assure you that students will become better readers because as I said in the beginning of this podcast, if you practice anything, you're gonna get better at it. But if you practice something with research-based proven strategies, if you practice something with professional guidance on helping you improve, you will become better. And I encourage students, teachers across the, the country to continue to work on building your reading program. Administrators, please support uh, teachers working on independent reading, instructional reading and reading and read alouds as a way to improve reading scores. This is Evan Robb for the Rob Review. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the Rob Review podcast. Check out our blogs at therobreviewblog.com and tell a friend. Thanks again and see you next time.